بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين على اله وصحبه اجمعين Dear brothers assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Welcome to the dars that talks about the first first thing that every messenger has called his people to The case that every messenger has called his people to وما ارسلنا من قبلك من رسول الا نوحي اليه انه لا اله الا انا فاعبدون الله سبحانه وتعالى he sent so many messengers these messengers all of them they have called to one case especially in the beginning that case is monotheism توحيد that includes محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم who spent 13 years in Mecca and 10 years in Medina then he died sallallahu alayhi wa sallam among these 13 years in Mecca 10 of them he was not ordered to tell people to do any salah or psalm or hajj or zakah only one pillar of Islam was implemented that time it is la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that's tawheed tawheed for Allah so no politism tawheed for rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so nobody to be followed or worship Allah Except by the way of Rasulullah. So la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah both of them are tawheed. La ilaha illallah is very clear that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. Muhammad Rasulullah means that no one to worship Allah unless he goes the way of Rasulullah. So if someone wants to worship Allah sincerely, this worshipping will not be accepted unless it is the way of Rasulullah. Someone wants to worship Allah by something he creates. Some worshiping that he creates. Although he is sincere, this is only for Allah. No, no polytheism still is not accepted. It is rejected exactly as Muhammad sallallahu told us in the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha in Muslim and also in Bukhari. Man ahdatha bi amrina hadha ma laysa minhu fahwarad. Whoever creates something new in our deen, it is rejected. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in his holy book, الْيَوْمَ أَكْمَلْتُ لَكُمْ دِينَكُمْ Deen has been completed. No need to add. It is complete. If we try our best to do all of it, we can't. So we do our, uh, our best to do the, 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 the things that we can do. So why are we creating extra? No need for extra. Alhamdulillah. And extra here will be bad and rejected because of the novelty, as you will see later on. This chapter number four, Fear of shirk. Turn it off, please. Fear of shirk or polytheism, really a case among these ayahs and hadith we have. Turn it off, Even if you are in salah, you can't turn your mobile off. It's not going to break your salah. Fear of shirk is not done only by people, the, by the bad people. No, it's done also by the messengers, as we will see later on, inshallah. So we have to fear shirk, actually, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in the holy book about his messengers, including Muhammad sallallahu alayhi and the other messengers, like Ibrahim alayhi salam, and the eye we will see, inshallah, later on, and the Sahaba, and so on. In this chapter, the first ayah mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُ أَنْ يُشْرَكَ بِهِ وَيَغْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never forgive those who 
associate a partner with him in worshipping or even in the lordship side or even in the names and qualities side all these three types of tawheed, three sects or types of tawheed lordship, worship and names and qualities if anybody gives anyone of these or part of it to someone else other than Allah Taala, he is a polygamist and Allah Taala will not forgive him unless he repents before he dies if he dies with shirk or polytheism, he will not be repented. He will not be forgiven at all. Of course, he is not, he is not forgiven. He, where is he going to go? To Jahannam, na'udhu As in the other ayah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbids Jannah for those people who die with polytheism. إِنَّهُ مَنْ يُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الْجَنَّةِ وَمَأْوَاهُ النَّهُ He will stay in Jahannam, na'udhu billah, settled. He will be thwarted in Jahannam, The first ayah is clear. But the question comes in here, maybe somebody will ask, what do you mean by shirk? What's meant by shirk in here? What kind of shirk is this? What's shirk? What's polytheism in here? Inna allaha la yaghfiru ay yushraka. Yushraka is a verb. Yushrik, yushrak. It's a shirk, to do shirk. Shirk is polytheism. Means to give something that Allah only deserves to somebody else other than Allah That is so clear, so easy. If someone gives dua, if someone makes dependence, which is only for Allah, because there are dependences allowed for, for human beings, but if he gives dependence, it's only for Allah and people, that's polytheism. If someone says that somebody, or thinks that somebody knows the ghayb, the unseen world, with Allah, that's a polytheism. And so on, as we will see, inshallah, in the يعني, discussion of the shirk. Always if you want to talk about polytheism, you have to talk also about monotheism. Because they are vice versa. And when you know the, someone, something, you will know the vice versa of it. The opposite of it. So what's opposite of tawheed? Shirk. What's opposite of shirk? Tawheed. Polytheism and monotheism. So what polytheism that Allah SWT is telling us here that he will not forgive it for anybody who dies with it without repenting? Polytheism here means to associate someone with Allah, whether on Rububiyya side or Uluhiyya side or names and qualities side. Because Tawheed actually, among the ayahs of Quran, the Holy Quran, or among the Sahih of Hadith of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it is actually, you can understand it. It's not there divided by this way, but you can understand it. The scholars understood it this way. Among the ayahs, from the ayahs and from the hadith, they understood that Tawheed, which is mentioned in Quran and Sunnah, it, is, it should be divided in three ways or three types, so people will understand what it meant. Tawheed of Lordship. Monotheism and Lordship. Rububiyyah. That means to believe, to, to, to believe in the oneness of Allah. To believe in the oneness of Allah in His deeds. What is His deeds? Creation, providing risk, and so on. Curing people from sickness. So, if someone thinks that the doctor is curing from sickness, then he is a polytheist. But actually, doctors give some medicine that cures from sickness. Yes, a doctor is only a reason. But the one who cures from sickness is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's allowed for us to go and use this reason which is allowed, no problem. You are, you are required to make ruqya on yourself. 
Ruqyat is to recite some of Quran and hadith and dua with some spitting on the place where you are feeling sick or hurt. This Quran and Sunnah is only a reason. And it's a correct reason also. But if someone says I will have ta'weez or hijab, which is with XOXOs and these uh, writings and this, and say this will, this is a reason. If he thinks that this is curing by itself, independently from sickness, that's major shit. He's out of stuff. If he thinks this is only a reason, this is a minor shit. Still it's a politician. Why? Because the one who cures is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is not correct reason. Like what if he hands Quran or Hadith? Okay. That is some way or another, it's okay, but some way or another also, it is haram. Why it's haram? It's Quran and Sunnah, and you know that Quran and Sunnah is correct reason for cureness. Why it's haram? Because what is going to happen to this Quran and Sunnah, and what is going to lead hiding these things, it will lead to leave what Allah told us to do. Quickly to say this, although it's not our topic tonight, but it's important to talk about, that ta'weez or amulet, amulet or ta'weez as you call them in Urdu, I think, when someone hands complete Quran or even part of Quran, part of Sunnah and so on when it's hands there will be some troubles in here first one is that it's not going to be respected because especially if it's in children they will take it to the bathrooms and it's not allowed for us to take the name of Allah into the bathrooms this is insulting the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala insulting Quran it's totally haram to take it there right. Also, it will leave that a person who is hanging these things will say, Khalas, I have Quran on my chest, why do I have to recite? Why do I have to make ruqya? It's already on my chest, it's protecting me. So he will not make the dua, he will not recite Quran, he will not make a dua that Muhammad told us to do. Moreover, that when he hangs this from Quran and Sunnah, it's probably, it will probably lead to hang something not from Quran and Sunnah. Because people when they say, good people like you are hanging these things, they say it's halal, halal. So they hang other things, especially if they are having some calling for jinn, devil jinn and these things. And usually, those people who are selling these ta'weez or amulets, they are not truly, truly giving you Quran and Sunnah. If you open them, I had this by the way. When you open this knitted ta'weez, they just knit it so you cannot take it and read it. When you open it, you'll find things, and sometimes it's calling devil jinns instead of Allah. So he is doing politism, major politism, while he thinks that he is hanging Quran and Sunnah. So, four of these things, we say it is haram to hang Quran itself, even. But to recite it and to memorize it and do with it. Right. We'll talk about shirk and the size of shirk more and more, inshallah, during this chapter and the chapters after, because this is really... We have a say in Arabic, I don't know if this is in other languages, but uh, as far as I know in Arabic, that if you want to know something, you should know the opposite of it. If you want to know what is health, remember that when you are sick. If you want to know how is poverty or hunger, when you have the opposite of it, you will know it. As they say in Arabic, Something with it, its opposite, it will be clear to you. But if you are always healthy, you don't know what's wrong with these people. Why are they tired and they are always in the bed? Because you are always healthy. Right? But if you get sick some days, ah, 
then you will see, understand what's meant by sickness in here, or disease or so on. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save you from that. Inna allaha la yaghfiru ay yushraka bih. Taib, first of all, what, what, is the, what are the types of shirk? Is shirk is one type? No, shirk is not one type, it's two types actually. And the second type is so many types also, but let's take it in the major ones. There is the major shirk which is excluded from Islam, and the person who dies with it, khalat, he's out of Islam totally. And there, are, there is a minor shirk which does not exclude from Islam, but it is so dangerous. It's worse than zina, adultery. Worse than drinking alcohol. It's worse than riba. It's worse than stealing. It is worse than major sins, kaba'ir. So still it's dangerous, although it does not exclude from Islam, because it's not like the major one. So, in this case, some scholars say, does this ayah mean both types of shirk, major and minor, or does it mean the only one which is excluding from Islam? Okay, you will find the discussion of ulama and that so wrong. I'll give you the summary of it. The summary of it is that it may, it may not, but you should be aware of both to save yourself. We should be aware of these, both of them. We should, be, we should refrain from doing any one of them, so we will save ourselves from falling to this ayah, which, is, which means that Allah will not forgive those people who fall into shirk. إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُ أَيُّ شَرَكَبَهُ وَيَغْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ He will forgive whatever less than that. Not else, less. Because dun in Arabic means list. Whatever list than shirk, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may forgive it. Ah, be careful. May here means it's not for sure. Somebody say, okay, this ayah means I don't do shirk, but whatever I do after that, Allah will forgive me. No. We have to be careful because Allah said in the ayah, وَيَغْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ Not everybody. Whom he wants, whom he will to forgive, because those people who are falling into all kind of great sins, kabair, then they die without repenting, they may go to Jahannam. And we will see, inshallah, in the last hadith, inshallah, when we discuss the last hadith. The other ayah, the second ayah of this chapter, again to remind you that we are talking in this book, Kitab al-Tawheed, the book of Tawheed, is only qala Allah, qala Rasulullah. We are just explaining these ayahs and these hadith. We are not giving anything from our side. It's all yeah, and you can depend on this book totally because it is clearly giving you the evidences from Quran and Sunnah. And Sunnah is Sahih also. So, in this case, we are clear, Alhamdulillah. We are not saying, this guy said, or this scholar said, or this guy said. No, we are saying, Allah, Tabaraka wa Ta'ala said, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that's it. And this, these are the strongest evidences you can hold in your hands when you talk to people about something. But, the second eye on this chapter, that Ibrahim alayhi salam, as Allah told us about it, because we did not hear Ibrahim, and there is no book uh, related to, to Ibrahim alayhi salam, or any hadith written by the followers of Ibrahim, no. But as Allah told us about Ibrahim alayhi salam, in his holy book, that Ibrahim alayhi salam said, وَجْنُبْنِي وَبَنِيَّ أَنْ نَعْبُدَ الْأَصْنَابِ yani Keep me from other side, from the others. Not only not stop me from, no, it's keep me aside. That's why it's اجتنبَ in Arabic, by the way. Means you are walking in one side and the other thing is one side. Like zina. As zina, we are not required not to fall into zina. No. 
in Quran were required not to be close to zina. And if you have a street which has two curves, one in the right, one in the left, if zina in that left side of the curve, go to the other curve. Because Ijnubni from Janaba, Janaba means go far away from it. That's why ulama understood clearly from that that whatever leads to zina is also haram. What leads to zina? Chatting, seeing pictures, huh? sitting with women, with no hijab, khalwa, uh, be alone with a lady even if he's teaching her Quran, that's not allowed. And if he's a scholar, and he's teaching a lady Quran, if they are alone, this is haram. As Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told us in the hadith, مَا خَلَى رَجُلٌ بِمْرَأَةٌ إِلَّا كَانَ الشَّيْطَانُ ثَالِثَهُمَا A man and a woman and a shaitan. So, in this case, we are required to make ijtinab far away. This is not janaba. Don't, don't, don't mix. It's another case. Janab is another case. I'm talking about ijtinab in Arabic means be in the other side. Janab means side. So be in the other side of what Allah Subhanahu wa told us to be far away. So Ibrahim alayhi salam in this ayah is telling us, is saying to, uh, he's calling Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَجْنُبْنِي وَبَنِيَّ يعني keep me and my children. Not only Ismail and Ishaq, but whoever comes after that. And we are the children. Ibrahim alayhi salam. وَجْنُبْنِي Muhammad alayhi salam. Muhammad alayhi وَجْنُبْنِي وَبَنِيَّ أَنَّ عَبُدَ الْأَصْنَامِ And this is a big case. Ibrahim is afraid from worshipping the idols. Some people now, if you talk to them, you say, إِشْهَالَ Do you think that one of Ummah Muhammad will worship idols? إِشْهَالَ No, that Ibrahim said so. As Allah told us, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in his holy book. He is afraid of shirk, he is afraid of polytheism, he is afraid of idols. Some people say, no, 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 it's impossible for the Ummah of Muhammad to fall into shirk. We'll tell him wrong. Because although Muhammad has said some hadith about that, but he's also said another, some other hadith telling us that part of his Ummah will worship idols. There is a station or an idol in south of Saudi Arabia, long time ago, of course. It was in, in there in the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The, 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 the called Zil Khilasa. Zil Khilasa or Khilasa is the big stations or idol in south of Saudi Arabia. Say around Abha now. And people at that time, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, before time Muhammad sallallahu used to worship that idol and make tawaf on it and sacrifice for it, Qurban and so on. When Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sent Sahaba to take that area from Mushrikeen, Polythus, and spread Islam in there, he told them to destroy this idol. And they did. But he said also in the hadith that one day the people of Dawes, Dawes is the tribe which is now including Shahrani, Shamrani, so on, which is living in the south of Saudi Arabia now. He said, there will be one day where these, the people of um, my Ummah will worship that idol again. And subhanallah, that happened about 250 years ago, when Sheikh Muhammad Abdul Wahab started his da'wah, and he started to control the area of Najd, then 
Hijaz and so on, and when he sent people to that area, they found the people there worshipping the place of the Khalifa. And they were making tawaf and sacrifices. As he وسلم, told us. So if Ibrahim السلام, was so afraid of shirk, and he was calling Allah to save him, to save him, a messenger, strong will messenger, he's asking Allah to save him and save his children from worshipping idols. How about us? We poor people. Who will save us? Except we just go to Allah and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from politics and shirk. You will see shirk now is spreading among Muslims, unfortunately. And I think I don't have to give you reality proofs. You people see it more than me. You will see polytheism in worshipping grace instead of Allah. Not by bowing and sujood, no, this may be very limited, but by calling them instead of Allah. And calling dua is ibadah. In fact, it is, it is the ibadah. As Muhammad Sallallahu said in the hadith, correct hadith, ad-dua huwa al-ibadah. And Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala in his holy book said, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ اُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنْ عِبَادَتِي So he called dua ibadah. So in this case, this is one side. But there are some other sides. Like some people, they think, they give some of the rights of Allah and the rububiyyah or lordship side of Tawheed, they give it to, to the others instead of Allah. Like Shia. Shia, among their books, they believe that Ali ibn Abi Talib and his 11 descending sons, that they know the ghayb, they know the unseen world. While Allah clearly in his holy book, Tabaraka wa ta'ala, told us, قُلْ لَا يَعْلَمُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ الْغَيْبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ the only one who knows the ghayb, the unseen world, that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. People in samawat, in, in the heavens or in the earth, nobody knows the ghayb, except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shia say, no, 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 that's not true, astaghfirullah. Also Ali ibn Abi Talib and his 11 descending sons, they know ghayb. Not only Shia, but extremists, Sufis. I'm saying extremists, nobody comes to me and say you are consulting Sufis. No, I'm saying extremists, Sufis. Let's keep us, Sufis now aside. Extremist Sufis also, they think that they have the capability of controlling the world. And that's the politicism in the side of Rububiyyah or Lordship side. Because we know that Allah is the only one who controls it. The only sustainer subhanahu wa ta'ala is Allah. They say, no, no, no. There are four Qutbs. Aqtab al-Arba'ah control the world. Subhanallah al-Azim. So, politicism also in so many other sides. Also the case of parliaments. They make rules that contradict with the Sharia of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they force people to follow it. Whoever thinks that they have the right to make these rules, he is also a politician. Because Allah told us in his holy book, in الْحُكُمُ إِلَّا لِلَّهِ Those people who think that parliaments have the right to have, to make extra Rules which contradicts with Sharia. If it's not contradicting with Sharia, that's another case. We're talking about these rules which contradicts with Sharia. Like they are, make, they are 100 members of this parliament, they make a vote to allow alcohol in the country or not, to allow adultery or not. So if they are doing this, now they are sharing Allah, His judgment, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly told us in His holy book, in al-hukmu illa lillah. So they are trying now to share Allah in His deed of al-hukm, controlling and sustaining this world. They're trying to say that we have the right to make laws 
and Sharia for the people instead of Allah or with Allah. Don't we have clear judgment for alcohol in Quran? Very clear. Don't, don't we have clear judgment in Quran also for zina, adultery? We do. Why are these people trying to change the, 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 the judgment of Allah? Because they are trying to share Allah and His hukum, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is polytheism in the side of judgment. Rububiyyah. Some people say, yeah, Sheikh, why are you saying this? This is democracy. And democracy is good. Democracy is just. Yeah, and if there is democracy, people will have their rights. No, I have it. We don't need democracy. We need shura. We need Islam to really re-rule the world. Islam, when it was ruling the countries who the majority are not Muslims, Kafirs, Islam was so mercy with them. Better than the rules now. In Egypt, as an example, it was a Christian country. Egypt was a Christian country ruled by the Romans, the Byzantines. The people of that country were having a lot of troubles with the Romans, and the Romans are taking a lot of their money, and they are hurting them and killing some of their priests, and so on. When Islam came to Egypt and started to rule Egypt, the Christians there became better, a lot better life than the life under their same religion, which is Christianity by the Byzantines or Roman, Romans, or Romans. Because Islam has rules also for the Kafirs. How to deal with the Kafirs? We don't hurt them. No one is allowed, no Muslim is allowed to hurt a Kafir in that country as long as he has under the rules of Islam. Called Zimmi. Zimmi means in Arabic the person who is living in the country, part of the country, he is from the same country, but he is not a Muslim. He has full rights, he has rights clear in Islam, he, nobody can hurt him, nobody can take his money, nobody can... He lives freely, no problem, he can worship his, his, his even uh, shirky idols still, but not in public of course. The Christian and Jews still they have their own worshipping places, churches and so. Nobody stops them. Go and see Syria and Lebanon and uh, Egypt, why not Islam, why didn't Muslims kill all these Christian and Jews in these areas? Because Islam is giving them the right to live. Islam is giving them the right. And thousands of, you know, 1,000 is more than 1,400 years. Christians on, and Jew in Iraq and, and Lebanon and in Syria and Egypt and all of these places, still they are living as they are. Nobody hurts them. Nobody destroys their churches or anything. Because Islam gives them the right. So those people who think that democracy will solve the problem of the minorities among the nations, they are mistaken. Because democracy is another shirk, politics. Believing that democracy means that, it means that if, people, if the majority of people want something, even this, yani contradicting with Sharia of Muhammad sallallahu then it's okay. No. Just imagine if the majority of one country wants to, lead, to, to make alcoholic halal and allowed. We cannot allow them. This is Islam, this is deen, this is the life of human beings. The one who gave us virus rules, not us. Islam is not our deen alone. This is the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is the leader, he is subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator, and these people are his slaves. All these people are his slaves, including Kafir. Who created these Kafir? Allah. Who created the Muslims? Allah. Who created the Christian and Jew and the others? Allah. So he is the one who has the right to rule them all by the way he wants. And he descended this risala to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, including complete sharia, complete deen, to rule all of this. 
anyone says, no, this is not good because we have minority or majority and so on, he is really falling into trouble of, out of Islam by falling into paradise. So back to the ayah. Ibrahim is asking Allah to keep him in the other side from the idols, not only him but also his children, which is really <coughs> gives us clear point that he, is, he was afraid of polytheism. So we have to be more afraid of polytheism. But how can we be saved from polytheism? Very simple. We learn Islam the way that Muhammad وسلم, received it, not after a lot of people have added into it so much books and one book will be the, the major point in more explanation than explanation of the explanation subhanallah then people they lose no this is islam is very simple allah told us in his holy book quran is easy simple yeah just read it and you understand no problem a bedouin who comes from the desert who knows nothing except sheep and camels and he comes to muhammad as soon as he is quran he understands it What's the problem here? In fact, even the non-Arabs, they study when they are young, they understand it easily, alhamdulillah. And by the way, most of the hadith authors or gatherers like Al-Bukhari and Muslim, Tirmidhi and Nasai are not Arabs. They are not Arabs. And in India, as far as I know, there are fantastic and strong ulama who know the hadith and the sunnah better than a lot of Arabs. Because this is the deen, is not for Arabs only. This deen is the deen of Allah, descended to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's why Allah told us, we Arabs. He told us, we Arabs. وَإِن تَتَوَلَّوْا يَسْتَبْدِلْ قَوْمًا غَيْرَكُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَكُونُوا أَمْتَالَكُمْ يعني, You Arabs, if you are far away from Islam, Allah will bring the other nations. And they will control people with Islam. And Allah did, subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially with the Uthmanis as an example. Although Uthmanis still, يعني, they have some problems in their lot. Let's say they controlled the Islamic world for about eight centuries. And they are not Arabs. Uthmanis are Turkish. Turkish. Still, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala moved Arabs away from leading because they have started to go in the wrong way. They curved away from Islam, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought these Turkish to, to rule the world. Also in India, as you remember, Quran Qalib Zib, is that and so on, who have ruled India, they are not Arabs. A lot of people who in the Parisian area, they ruled. It's the case that when, a pe- when people really are practicing Islam, understanding Islam, knowing Islam, they are saved from polytheism and also they are giving the capability of ruling the others. Because they are not doing this for themselves or for their own benefit. They do this for the sake of Allah. That's sincerity. That's ikhlas. Third point of these two ayahs is the first hadith, which is correct hadith, corrected by Ibn Baz, also corrected by Al-Albani, rahimahullah. It's not in Bukhari Muslim, no, but it is correct, inshallah, sahih, upon these two scars and others. Hadith says, Muhammad is telling us, أَخْوَفُ مَا أَخَافُ عَلَيْكُمْ الشِّرْكُ الْأَفْرُ When he was asked about it, he said, الْرِيَاءُ يعني he thought and feared that we fall into الرياء. What is الرياء? Simply to say it's show off. You can say it's dissimulation. 
Probably studying Shakespeare language, I don't know if this is the simulation is the old word, right? So it is show off. But actually Riya is the point here. We have to talk about this a little bit. Do you think we have a time for it? Huh? If you allow me, we have to talk about it a little bit of details. Because a Riya actually some of it is required. Yes. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he prayed once and in front of Sahaba and he said, I did, that, did, this, did this in front of you to learn from me. So if someone is doing or showing people his ibadah, his worshipping, with the intention, with the intention that they learn from him because he is a good knowledge Muslim, this is okay. That's fantastic. This is rewarded. And he says, Allah says in the hadith, Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli. Pray the way you saw me. Pray. Also he said, Khudu anni manasikakum. In the case of hajj. Learn from me your, your hajj. Wait. So they can see, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Also we are praying with jama'ah. Is this riya? We have to pray with jama'ah. Nobody says, oh, this is riya, I'll pray at home. Because shaitan here is tricking him actually. Shaitan will come to some people and say, oh, mashallah, you are a good guy. Don't pray with jama'ah because this is riya, show off. You're showing people, so pray at home. No, ya habibi. Some of show off, as we call it, or showing people your ibadah is required to teach them if you are يعني, a, good, a good learner of Islam or even to pray with jama'ah. You have to do it. Nobody says I pray at home. I don't want to pray with jama'ah. This is real. That's one, one side. The sec- second side of this case is if he, يعني, we're talking riya, the case of riya or show off. Actually, you can judge it, judge it by the case of intention. It's the case of wills and intentions. What is the will? What is the intention when we do this ibadah or worshipping? A person now he wants to make a worshipping. Whether it's salah or sadaqah or so on. What is his intention? If, he, if his intention is to teach people or help people or, or urge people to do this good thing, then he is doing another ibadah. He is doing two ibadah now. Two worshipping. Two good deeds. He is making sadaqah and he is also urging the people. Which is the second... Good deed in here, he's urging people to do sadaqah by giving them a good example. And that happened in the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Once he saw Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to him, lots of poor people, and they prayed with him in the masjid. So Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called sahaba for sadaqah. He told them to make sadaqah, because these people are poor. Nobody, nobody happened, or maybe nobody stopped. So one man jumped, and he went home, and he brought a very heavy bag of food. Hardly he can carry it. And he put it in front of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Did he do this in, in secret or in public? In public. طيب. What is his intention in here? It's a fantastic intention because Muhammad sallallahu told us about it. We didn't know, but Muhammad told us that. That's why he said, مَنْ سَنَّ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ سُنَّةً حَسَنًا Because when he did this, people started to do so. People started to move and go home and bring food, more food. So he urged the people to do the same. So this is good intention, although he's doing this ibad in front of the people in public. So in this case, this riya, if it can, can be called as riya, it is actually fantastic. Right. The second kind of riya is to do the ibadah for Allah, originally. A guy came to make salah, or a guy make sadaqah, and he's doing this for Allah. Then he noticed people looking at him. So he made it better. Salah is longer, or he pay more money, and he was intending to pay 
five riyals, then when he saw people looking at him, he made it fifty instead of five. Now, this is not the same actually, because we have to see what is the intention again. What is his intention? His first intention is for Allah. But Riya came in into him. Now, if he pushed this Riya, if he defend this Riya and he pushed it away, Mujahada, Jihad. He makes Jihad to Riya to push it away, his deed is okay. His Tariqah is okay. Inshallah, his Tariqah is okay. But if he likes it and continue with this Riya, looking for the admiration of people, applauding of the people to him, okay, then his ibadah will be in two types also. If it is one package, like salah. You start with Allahu Akbar, takbirat al-ihram, you finish with Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. You cannot pass it. Then all salah is finished. Ma'as-salam, lost. But if this ibadah can be parted, like sadaqah or reciting Quran, a guy who, who was leaving the masjid and he found a poor man sitting beside the door. So he intended to give five riyals. Or he gave five riyals. And when he saw, this is for Allah now, and his intention is okay here. When he looked, looked around and he saw people looking at him, then he took another 10 riyals or 20 riyals and gave it to the poor. These are two cases now, not one case. So his first five riyals, inshallah, accepted his 20 riyals is lost. No ajr. Because this can be parted. While Salah, as an example, cannot be parted. You start with Allahu Akbar, Takbir al-Ihram, you finish with Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullah. So if Riyah is there and he does not defend it, he does not push it away, he accepts it, then the whole Salah is lost. This is the second kind of Riyah. The third kind of Riyah is the worst. That if he is only doing this just because he wants people to admire him or to give him money. What I call it usually WTT. WTT stands for worship to take. WTT means worship to take. And he's only worshiping just to take money. Like a, a person who is making ta'aleem of Quran. His intention only to have the money. He doesn't care, he doesn't want ajr. So he, this is major politics. A person who goes for Hajj, his intention only to take the money from, some, from someone who's giving it to him so he can go to Mecca. Business, yani. His, salah, his, his Hajj is finished. No, no use. And that's polytheism. Uh, how do we differentiate now? Because this is a sensitive case. Yani, we will not teach people with money. We have to teach Quran freely, we have to make Salah as Imam freely, we have to make, make Adhan freely, any Ibadah freely, no. We said WTT, worship to take, this is rejected, and major shirk. There is TTW, take to worship, TTW, take to worship, it means he is taking the money to be capable of worshipping. Yani he cannot go to Mecca, yani suppose he is in India, and he wants to go to Mecca, but he, is not, he doesn't have enough money. Someone came to him and said, listen, my father died and he, uh, you know, he did not make Hajj, I'll give you uh, 5,000 riyals or 4,000 riyals and go make Hajj for my father. Then he takes the money 
And his last goal is to worship. Not he is worshipping because his last goal is to take. You get the point? So, TTW, take to worship, is allowed. No problem. So he's taking the money to be free for the children to teach them. Because if he is teaching the children, suppose after Al-Asr, and after Al-Maghrib, and after Al-Isha, he has no time to work. So he is, same thing like Imam, he said, I cannot يعني, stick to my house for, يعني, for five salah, I have to be my house closed. Uh, this will stop me from working any other place, uh, overtime or يعني, uh, uh, another job, part-time, whatever it is. Then he is allowed to take the money to help him to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So differentiate between WTT and TTW, this is a, a short. So in this case, we understand that Ar-Riya show off with Z-types. Depends on the wills and intentions. Okay, accepted and good deed to urge people. And his intention is only for Allah. Second one is that he gets Riyah, but he is defending it. Or he is not defending it, but his original worship is for Allah. So this is, as we explained just a minute ago. The last one is, he is only worshipping just for the money or for what he is going to take or for admiration of people. Nothing else, then this is lost. Now, Billah. Man can I read the hat of Dunya was the Natahan, what be lay him a man on fear, when we have like Hassan, Ula, Ikelavina, Lays along the Lahirati in the Nah. About these two ayahs, Allah is telling us that whoever is worshipping Allah and his goal is only Dunya, not Allah, then his whole is gone and he is going to be settled in Jahannam. Ula, Ikelavina, Lays along the Lahirati in the Nah. Now, Billah. Only Jahannam for them. That's it. They will no way to go to Jannah. I think we have to stop in here. We have two more hadith. We'll talk about them, inshallah, next week. If you have any questions, then we'll listen to you. Jazakumullah khair. Okay. Okay. Uh, hanging Quran or Dua on the wall, Hadith or Quran on the wall, it depends on the intention also. If the intention is to have Barakah only or just for decoration, because some very good handwriting, there are some rugs or whatever they are hanging in the wall, this is not allowed in Islam. For so many reasons, because that's not done by Muhammad or Sahaba, that's first place. Second thing, that is going to be insulted. Because in this place where the people are sitting, maybe some bad things will be said, maybe TV and satellites and so on. So this is not really respecting Quran. The second intention, if he is hanging this for any learning, and he put these things he wants his people, his family to learn the Kursi. So when they sat, he asked them to recite, to read it. That's okay, but I would say that it should be temporarily. Because people, if they go far in this, usually يعني, some allowed things to be done, ulama will say it's not allowed. Not because of it, but because of what it's going to lead to. Now if you see people, they're hanging these things on the walls, just for their creation. Even Arabs now. These Arabs in Saudi Arabia, they're making these big 
signs of ayat and kursi with all sort of strange handwriting, sometimes like a bird picture. Like a picture. Quran is not descended for that. Quran is descended to understand, to recite, to practice in our life, not to hang in the walls. So unless it hangs for learning, otherwise, I should say, I say as our scholars say in here, it's haram to do so. The second question is that when the two numerates go under or pass by shade of Quran, is this ibadah? Probably it is. It is ibadah, then we have to have two conditions. Only for Allah, only the way for Rasulullah. Only for Allah, we say, okay, they are sincere. We hope that they are, they are doing this for Allah only. But is it the way for Rasulullah? No. Find me one hadith that Muhammad did it, or he told his Sahaba to do, or he allowed his, or he allowed his Sahaba to do. Nobody did this. So any worshipping not done by Muhammad not ordered by Muhammad not done by Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, don't do it. We don't have to have extra ibadah that is not done by these people. We will do only what we are told to do, and that's a lot. We cannot really afford to do them all at the same time. So we, we are to do them most of them. But shaitan is smart. By the way, by the way, shaitan, after he swore to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he will lead us all to Jahannam. He loves novelty, innovation, bid'ah, more than he loves bad sins or great sins like zina. Yani he prefers that a person will fall into novelty better than he is falling into zina or drinking alcohol. Why? Because the person who is doing zina or, adult, or drinking alcohol or stealing, Inside his heart, he knows this is wrong and he hopes that he will repent one day. But the one who is doing bid'ah, no, he thinks that he is doing right and he's calling people for it. He's calling people to make this dua, strange dua, strange dhikr, hay, hay, hu, hu, and these things. And he thinks this is correct and this is ibadah and this is, you are getting closer to Allah. One day you will be, you have no shade between you and Allah. Kashf al-hijab as they call it. Extremist Sufis, they run for Kashful Hijab. What is Kashful Hijab? Kashful Hijab means you are talking to Allah directly. No need for Quran or Sunnah. Even for Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So they believe that they are better than Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because they talk to Allah directly. Allah, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did not talk to Allah directly. He receives Wahi through Jibreel Alayhi Salaam. These people they say now we receive it from Allah directly. So Shaitan loves this. Because this leads people to do worse and worse until Muslims now, all, all sorts. You'll find Muslims thousands of these tariqah. Sahra Warbi, Qadri, Naqshabandi, this, that, Ishhar. From where we get these? Why don't we go to Islam as Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave it to us? Don't we love Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Follow him. Follow him. Allah has ordered Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to tell his people to follow him. And that's part of monarchism in the case of Ashhadu Anna Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is to follow him only in ibadah. Why to create? Why to follow such and such person? Somebody say, well, I, I'm an ignorant person, I didn't know if this is sunnah or not, I follow this. Okay, fine, fine. You follow this, but you have to be careful. They are, you have to ask others. Yeah. Don't stick to one man. Don't stick to one alim or one, one, one imam. If you hear that this alim is not, and this case has, people have said this, and Quran said, ah, you know, why you, yeah, you are hearing that Muhammad is saying, don't do this, and we do it? From where these people got this kind of wicked? Hay, hay, hu, hu, and these things, from where they got it? 
Quran and Sunnah? Nothing. So we will not do it. Even if we are sincere when we are doing it, still we are not supposed to do it because it's not the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this ibadah is having only one condition. The other condition is not happening. It doesn't happen. Which is the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Only for Allah, only the way of Rasulullah. That is if indeed will not be accepted and these two conditions are there. Only for Allah, only the way of Rasulullah. So coming after marriage under this shade or carrying the wife into the house, not to let, to let, uh, oh, so many things they are doing, it's not in Islam. Unless there is an evidence. Maybe I didn't know. Who am I to say that I know everything? The only one who knows everything is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The only one, only one who knows that all sharia is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Even Sahaba, some of them, they, they miss some of the sharia. They didn't know it. As an example, Ibn Abbas, one of the best, radiallahu anhuma, one of the best of Sahaba. He did not know the last hadith of Mut'ah. You know Mut'ah? To marry for a certain period which is already... He died, radiallahu anhu, while, while he's thinking that Mut'ah is still halal. He did not hear the hadith, the last hadith of Muhammad s.a.w. that Mut'ah is haram totally. That's why Shia trying to drag people to this case of Mut'ah. Probably to play with the uh, desires. But actually, that's what we say, not everyone knows everything. So we say, if someone tells you something, tell Jazakallah give me the evidence from Quran and Sunnah. Don't tell me that such a sheikh, but who is this sheikh? Who knows Abdullah Musa in India? Nobody knows. Who knows Abdullah Musa in Egypt? Nobody knows. Who is he? Who is Ibn Bas? Majority of Muslims, they don't know Ibn Bas, rahmatullah alayhi. But every Muslim will know Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Will know Abu Bakr wa Umar wa Uthman Ali the four major khalifa radiallahu anhu barbaha. And these are the sunnah we are required to follow. Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For, alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnat al-khulafa al-rashidin al-mahdiyin min ba'di. That's it. So, if they are doing this, we have to ask them, why do this? They want barakah? Yes, Quran there is barakah, but not this way, to put it in top of your head and move. Exactly, any question? Yes, sir. Okay, Brother Mtiaz is asking about the case of um, conditions of Ruqya. Actually, Ruqya should be done by every Muslim to himself and to his children and wife. This is really a sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But I don't really mean that to make a clinic for Ruqya. Nobody can say, well, I make a big clinic, you know, for people come to and make Ruqya for you. No, it's the case that every Muslim should make Ruqya on himself because this is ibadah. And make Ruqya also for the, his children and for... Ruqya should be, in Arabic, should be by Quran and Sunnah, should be clear when it's said. If he sees someone, he says, he make ruqya, and he says, what does he say? Maybe he's calling shaitan. These people who are uh, magicians and predictors, they didn't tell you they are magicians or predictors usually, because they, are, they know they are, they are Muslim. So they say, no, no, I make ruqya. When you come to them, he starts with these things, you don't know what he's saying, he's calling shaitan to deal with you. Devil jinns. So unless we have clear hearing of what he's saying, we will not accept him. Even if he says he's having a beard and he's showing that he's mutawwa and so on, that's not enough. We have to hear him and we, he must say it by Quran and Sunnah, dua. Fine, this is okay, but if he doesn't or he makes these things, then we have to be careful because he's probably a predictor or a magician who's trying to call divergence to hurt you. Uh, if a person dies in the night, hmm? say after the Isha 
Okay, abundant hadith of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that to, to respect the dead is to bury him as soon as possible. But if it is required, like if some of his relatives or children or his uh, close relatives are far away and they want to, us to wait not to bury him until the next day, then we'll wait. No, that's not insulting him. As soon as he's, you know, as I, say, I mean, as far as he is not going to be it changed, I and mean, he's not in the in, uh, freezer or something, then that's the problem. And if you are in, in uh, an area, there's no freezer for these dead people, then you should do it as soon as possible. But this possibility, like now we have now, we can wait until tomorrow for the other people to come. Especially if you cannot find somebody to, to pray on this guy, Salatu Janaza. Although Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did it, he prayed some of his Sahaba at night. And Sahaba did this even in the time of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, like they, they buried, they buried the, that uh, black lady who was cleaning the masjid. So when next day Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam asked about her, they said, she died, and why didn't you, he said, why didn't you tell me? So he went to her grave and he made Salatu Janaza on it. Salatu Janaza only. Huh? Nobody comes and say that means we can make Salah in the graveyard. No. This is only Salatu Janaza. And remember, Salatu Janaza has no ruku, no sujood. That's the only salah allowed in the graveyard. That's the only salah allowed in the graveyard, Salatu Janaza. You can make dua, no problem. Dua to Allah for them, not to them, not by them. Call Allah for them, as Muhammad used to do. Because calling in the graveyard, people are really missing there. Some of them, they call the dead. Some of them, they call, the, call Allah through the dead. But the correct thing is to call Allah for them. Remember this. Call Allah for them because they need you. They need you. Even if they are pious. Still. Why we say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad? Ishara. This dua. We are calling Allah for Muhammad. Who are we? Still. We are required by Muhammad. Why you say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad? Why you say this? Because he told you to do so. Man salli alayhi salatin wahida. Sallallahu alayhi alayhi alayhi. You are calling Allah for Muhammad. Then why are you calling the other? Ajmir, Khoja, Khaja. Why? Why call this? Call Allah only. Call Allah for them, they need you. They are dead, they cannot do any more. When a person dies, no more good deeds to be done, except if he has made sadaqa or jariya or, or uh, or a child who is making dua for him, otherwise he needs you. We should make dua for them. If you believe that Sayyid Madani or Shah Jalal in Bangladesh or Khoja or Khaja in Zimbabwe, huh? This, yeah, whatever you call him, huh? Or Nizam al-Din Awliya or whatever. If you know these, think these are good people, call Allah for them, yes, make dua for them. Yes, so there is not a condition to pray Salatul Janazah after first Salah? No, 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 that's all. There is no connection between Salatul Janazah and the first, no. But people, they do this because people are gathered for Salah, so they want more people to pray. In, in, in. If you make Salatul Janazah in the graveyard, as an example, always, nobody will come. While we are required, after the hadith of Muhammad Sallallahu that if a Muslim, 40 Muslims pray on him, Salat al-Janazah, Allah will forgive, will make shafa'at of them on him. And they can make shafa'at for him. So that's why I try to do this after the part, because people are gathered there. Especially like Jum'ah. If somebody dies in Jum'ah night or in Jum'ah early morning, that's fantastic. You can go and lots of people will pray on him. They will make shafa'at on him in the next day. Yeah. 
people living, they are getting uh, water by motor uh, suction, <coughs> and they are not uh, paying the bill, electric bill and water bill. What about the worship? No, 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 not the case. Who said that it has to be clean and, and pure? Who said so? The water you are using for wudu, as long as it is not nudging, no dirt is in going into it, it's okay. Even if it's a different color. Unless it's changing. And now if you have a hot water, and you put tea onto it, Lipton, as you call Lipton or whatever, huh? what will happen? Can you call this water anymore? No, this is tea. But if you have a water with a lot of, some of dirt of it, but still it's a water, like the, the, the rivers or the, the um, lakes, there's not dirt in them. There's some mud and so on. It's still a what? And it's still Tahara. For Tahara it's okay. But if it is يعني, melted or the dirt comes into it, then ah, this is the question. Yeah, if dirt are, يعني, like if you say, this building, the, the, the dirt uh, bibles and the water bibles come together or in the same place or it goes there, then ah, this is a problem. But if it is not yet, how do I know? يعني, I found the water with three things. The smell, the color, and the taste. If these three, one of these three, one of these three is changed, then the water is not accepted. Changed with dirt, with najata, with najata. If one of these, whether smelling, or tasting, or color, is changed because of najata, then the water is not okay for Sahara. But if it's not, if it's color, color with, the, with the leaves of the trees, or with the mud, no problem, all right. They don't have water, you mean? Ah, la la, they have to pay. They have to pay. That's because the company brought it to them. So they are doing some effort, so they have to pay for it. If they don't want to pay, they can go there. I'm not sure. Refers are Allah. They can go and shower or, you know, in the, but, but what, since the company is giving them the water and they pay, they have to pay for it. They, they have to yes. How long we can keep this body as a Okay, it depends. As we said, this thing is to bury him as soon as possible. Okay. Second step is that if they are going to wait for some of his close relatives to come next day as an example, or second, third day, no problem. But, if it's a crime, if this, there's a, a crime in this case, and we have to wait, or we don't know who is the, the uh, relatives of this person, okay. then we can keep it in the freezer. Uh, because nowadays, uh, technology is so advanced, the case is that the body, month and month. Don't jump to the case that you want to keep the body for hundreds of years, maybe he, somebody will come and, and uh, la la, this uh, is a problem here. <laughs> These are, uh, what you call it, mysterious uh, understanding. <laughs> no, no. It's the case that we keep it as far, I mean, as we have to. Okay, for any money problem, as the children are fighting for the money, and they did not allow them to bury. Allah, Mushka, they are, they are fighting for the money of the dead person, and he is not buried because of that. It's a problem. Then the, 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 the um, government has to pay for it. Or they take money from these children. Actually, the children should not take their money unless the, the case of death and everything is finished, then they make the right inheritance. Not, not before, and when he finishes, everything is done. But not to, again, this is another problem, another jump in here. Some people say, okay, he's died, he died now, don't give the children the money, take four 
recitation of Quran. Take for parties. Take for food for the person. This is not allowed. Yeah. If you distribute among themselves, you do some defenses, they say, no, let's decide the first defenses, then we'll buy it themselves. No. First of all, to take care of the dead person. That's all. Before anything. Yes, brother. Assalamu alaikum. I have a question uh, related to marriage in Islam. Okay. Uh, when, uh, uh, if, if, I'm sorry. Any questions outside of the topic? If you want to leave, no, nobody's uh, hurt again. No problem. I'm, time is already over, but if there's a question, we'll try to give the brother's question. Yes, go ahead. I've heard that uh, when there's a marriage and uh, from the girl's side, there is no witness like a father or maternal or maternal or maternal or maternal or maternal or maternal in among Muslim uh, uh, families, if there is uh, uh, when there is a marriage and uh, there is a disagreement from the girl's side, and sometimes it happens uh, that the girl leaves the house and she gets married, she does nikah. Oh. Islamic way, and there is no makala. No, so that's not allowed. Valid or invalid. Invalid. It is zina. Yes. It is zina. That is when they got when they got married, when there is no makala, when the father was not there. Maternal uncle, maternal uncle was not there. Somebody else on the boy's side or somebody signed in place of the witness. No, no. What, what would they need to do? I mean, to this this marriage is not a, yet for marriage. It is not a marriage. And the, if she stays with him, whatever they do, that's zina in this case. Because marriage it has strong conditions, strong pillars. There should be agreement, acceptance. There should be the wali. The father or the, the, the brother or anybody else who is so close to this lady, the girl. If not, then the judge of the area will be her will. There has to be also witnesses. Okay? So in this case, if we start to play with this, a lot of problems will happen. Girls will run away and say, I love this guy. I love. Yeah. I know these people from I love this one. I love him. If she loves him, she will marry him. Whether you like it or not. What if she loves, what if your daughter loves a Hindu? You will allow that? What if she loves, what if she loves a bad Muslim? Drug addict or alcohol addict or drug dealer or a person who steals and so on? Because it's lovely, they play a game with this. Love does not come in the beginning. Now, we are really invaded with, with this uh, Hollywood and Bollywood and so on to change our understanding of dunya. Yes, what do you mean by love? Love is a natural thing. I love my children, my children, my love. I love my wife, yes, no problem. But I don't love my wife before I marry. I go and sneak to her and uh, make gurgling around and then I love her, I want to marry her. Yes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not tell us that there, there should be love between the husband and, 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 the, and, the, and the, the wife. وَجَعَلَ بَيْنَكُمْ مَوَدَّةِ Mawadda is not love. So a man marries a lady not because he loves her, but because she is good enough to be his children's mother. And she is a good lady. And later on, love will come. Yeah. Don't run. Usually, love before marriage will be broken. Usually, because in love time, they, oh, everybody is acting. The man is acting and the girl is asking. And when they marry, they discover the problems. When it's too late, so break it. Divorce. So marriage should be the way of Islam. 
يعني this this Sharia is done by who? By Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Made by who? By Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Who knows the best about us? And he told us that we should, as Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in his hadith, which is another Sharia of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala also, he told us, إذا جاءكم من ترون دينه وخلقه فزوجوه. Whoever comes to you, you you like his deen with good deen, you like his way of treating the people. He doesn't say, the Jaakum who loves your children or your daughter, give him And love can be better, inshallah. Even without love, we can love easily, alhamdulillah. This love that we call in, in, in cinema and uh, films is a, is a stupid trick. If you love her, let her That's what we need. If you don't, still you are living in Mawaddat and Warahmah. Yes, brother. Even if they make nikah, it is not allowed. What do you mean? The girl left his own house and he went to the... No, her, 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 her wali must allow. The, 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 the party asked him two times, three times, it's not good. Ah, that's another okay. case. That's called Avl. If the father refuses, if the father refuses the wali, whether he is the father or other, refuses father this man just because some other reason, not because of his deen, then the girl says, my father is stopping me from marrying the man, I think he is good enough for me. Then the Qadi, the judge will... He asked him, he asked her, but he, she insisted, said, no, I, I agree with him. No, not enough. Not enough. Not enough. We have to have the Wali is there. Wali is the father or the brother or so on. He must allow. Nobody if he doesn't allow, sorry. Nobody can become a... Um, no, no, unless the father is not good enough for this. Then the judge will decide to give the, the wilaya to someone else. For example, she's a Muslim girl. Anybody want to marry tonight? I think the marriage tonight is working. Yes, go ahead. If, if the girl is a non-Muslim, ah. a non-Muslim family, ah. and she's marrying a Muslim, ah. and uh, at any case her father will not agree, or her relative will not agree to sign, mm. then in that case what, what do we do? No. Still, even if her father is a kafir, still. He must, he must agree. Can the boy, brother or uncle become No, Muslim? no. Unless the judge decides. Then the judge will decide this? No. Yeah, no, he will decide If he decides, he's wrong, because he is not allowed. He is, the judge is not allowed to take the place of the wali unless the wali is not good enough. Whether he's crazy or he's sick or he's... What does that mean? Oh, huh? What does that mean? Mentally not... No, he is not... He, mentally is okay. And also, يعني, he, he's, refusing, he's not refusing because of bad reasons. يعني, maybe he's refusing this guy just because of some other reasons. And he doesn't want to let his wife, his daughter, marry anybody because he wants her salary. That happens in Saudi Arabia, by the way. So the judge now, they have the right to take the wilayah from him and, and make the wilayah by the judge. The, the daughter, the daughter, the daughter, the daughter, the daughter, uh-huh. He doesn't want to marry with her daughter, his daughter, to, to his son. Mm-hmm. But that girl, she instead has she got what might be. Mm-hmm. So it's allowed? Well, it depends on the judge. He's going to take the wilaya from the, 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 the father. How can she? He is uh, um, healthy. The father was very unconscious, healthy. Yeah, but still, everything is there. Depends on the judge. The judge can't judge. His name is judge. His job is judge. He will judge. In this case, he will take the wilaya or not. He asked. The judge asked him. This is not good if you are doing this way. And this is, um, how you are accepting this man for your husband. But this is like... She is, like she, this. she is, except the judge thinks that it is, she is supposed to marry him. He can't take the wilayah from the father and make him. No.
جزاكم الله خير. They have to do another nikah. Okay. Yes. Huh? They are children. No problem. No problem. But because it's made by wrong mistake, they don't know. They didn't know. No, it's ignorance. Like kufr, a person could do kufr with ignorance, and he's still he's still excused. Yes, it has to be. It has to be. It has to be. Not can be. It has to be. Thank you. Thank you.